Welcome to the Strategic Leader Podcast, a program all about transforming minds and developing leaders. Our goal is to challenge your thinking, expand your vision, and awaken the emerging leader in you. Now, here is your leadership mentor and coach, and the host of the Strategic Leader Podcast, Brian Holmes. Welcome, everyone, to the program today. This is episode number 177 of the Strategic Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Holmes, and I'm so grateful to have you with us on the journey. We are gathering emerging leaders from around the world, and we are focusing on developing world changers. Today, I'm taking a slight detour from our normal programming to introduce you to a dear friend and colleague of mine. I know you're going to enjoy this interview. We're talking about starting over. Great to have you with us today on the program. Again, Brian Holmes and starting over. What does that mean? Well, every one of us in our life will experience both successes and failures. Uh, It's no secret that the most successful people in sports, the most successful people in business, uh, the most successful people in any trade have probably failed more times than anybody else. They've just been willing to get up, keep focused, remain faithful to the tasks at hand, and put their trust in something much bigger than themselves and start over. My guest today, Dr. Phil Carson, is a longtime friend of mine, someone that I really cherish having in my life. His story that he's going to share on the program today is absolutely remarkable. Don't miss one moment of this story. Now, Phil is from the the South. You're going to hear it right away. Phil is very soft-spoken. You're going to recognize that right away. But you're also going to hear deep passion. You're going to hear deep and raw emotion. You're going to hear the heart of a man who has experienced the pinnacles of success but also the sting of failure and loss and having to decide, am I going to get up, shake the dust off, and keep focused on what I know is true about me and go after what God has? You're going to enjoy this today. Dr. Phil Carson is the president of Carson Natural Health. By trade, he's a pharmacist. You're going to hear that story. Specifically, he focuses on helping people with their health issues from a natural or alternative perspective through nutritional supplementation, nutritional uh, diet programs. Uh, He just wants to help people succeed body, soul, and spirit. And that's right up my alley because I'm all about holistic approaches to success, to leadership. Phil is passionate about encouraging people, about teaching people, about mentoring and coaching individuals. Another reason why we hit it off so well. This guy has a resume that is second to none. He's married to his beautiful wife, Kim, of over 30 years now. They have five beautiful children. I've had the privilege of of being around them, both of them, on numerous occasions. And I tell you, they're as beautiful on the inside as they are on the outside, or vice versa, however you want to look at that. I want to take you right now to my interview, my conversation with Dr. Philip Carson. Open your heart. Open your ears. 
Whatever you're going through right now, whatever struggle you may be facing right now, this story, this conversation, it really is for you. Dr. Phil Carson, welcome to the Strategic Leader Podcast, man. Great to have you on with us. Hey, Brian. Great to be here, brother. I'm uh, so uh, uh, excited to be with you today. It's an honor to be on your program today. Thank you so much. You bet, man. And I, I haven't warned my audience, but this guy right here talks country. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, uh, we'll talk more about this, but he's from Mississippi. And you got to say Mississippi right. the right way. And in, in fact, why don't you tell our audience right up front, what is the name of the street you live on? Uh, the name of the street I live on is not actually a street, Brian. It's a road. Oh, I'm sorry. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it call, uh, it's called Little Coontail Road. There is Little Coontail Road in Tupelo, yeah, right? Coontail Road, but I live on Little Coontail Road. <laughs> Uh, outside of Tupelo, Mississippi. That's awesome, man. That is awesome. Well, as I've already mentioned, uh, I've given you some of Phil's credentials and his background as a pharmacist, a natural health expert, and what have you. But let me just give you this backdrop real quick. Phil and I met uh, several years ago, gosh, four, five, six years ago now, uh, through our mutual friend, Dan Miller. We were a part of a mastermind group together with Dan and just hit it off very, very quickly and recognized that uh, we had so many things in common, so many common values and interests and what have you. Uh, and uh, interesting story, a little sidebar. We might as well tell them this one, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. At one of our mastermind group meetings, Phil and his wife, Kim, were celebrating their 30th, I believe it was, their 30th wedding anniversary. Is that right? That's correct. And so Phil uh, came to me knowing that I uh, was a pastor at that time and asked if I would perform uh, vow renewals for them as a surprise to his wife. Now, usually when you do vow renewals, it's not a surprise, but Phil had yeah. purchased some significant bling for his wife and uh, <laughs> had her come in the last day we were there and uh, he got down on one knee, man, this romantic guy, and asked her if she would do it all over again. Of course, she screamed out, feel, because she talks about the same way he does, if not a little bit more pr pronounced. And uh, we had a beautiful time, and they renewed their vows. It was just a great time. So this man and I uh, have shared relationship for a while, and I tell you, I, I am so grateful to have you on the program. I know our audience is going to enjoy uh, what you share, your story especially. We're going to talk about a number of things today. But man, I'm I'm privileged to know you, to have you in my life, and uh, again, just thanks for taking time. Oh yeah, thank you, Brian. I, I really appreciate that. Tell us a little bit about Phil Carson. Give us just kind of the backstory. Uh, let us know where you come from, and then we'll kind of get into your your more recent story here in a moment. But just give us a backdrop. Who is Phil Carson? All right. Well, I'm uh, I'm a dad. Uh, I'm a husband. Uh, I have a beautiful wife, Kim, that you mentioned, and um, I've, we have had five children together. Uh, we've got uh, two boys and three girls. Uh, they're all almost grown. My youngest is uh, just turned 16 last week. Oh, boy. And uh, my oldest is uh, 28, and we, we kind of spaced them out, uh, but they're all uh, a blessing and uh 
So they're, they're a great joy uh, to our lives. Uh, but I'm also uh, a pharmacist. Uh, I do I have a pharmacy practice. Uh, have since 1985 when I graduated from pharmacy school and I've been practicing pharmacy in a lot of different arenas, a lot of different areas of pharmacy. Uh, but uh, quite a few years ago, uh, I started focusing on natural pharmacy. Mm. And uh, I'm uh, more of a natural pharmacist today uh, than I am a traditional pharmacist. And uh, I've actually, um, just this year, uh, actually in March of this year, opened up a holistic clinic uh, with a medical doctor uh, in our town here. Uh, her name is Dr. Laura Washington, and uh, we opened up a practice together called the Life Transformation Medical Center. So uh, Very cool. I'm doing that as well as running an online business uh, called Carson Natural Health, where I do coaching and consulting uh, along uh, natural uh, therapies and natural medicine uh, area, and uh, it's something I really enjoy doing. It's a lot of uh, a lot of fun, great, uh, greatly rewarding uh, to my life to help people get their health back and uh, help people uh, prevent health issues that you're looking to prevent. And uh, that's what I uh, enjoy doing on a day to day basis. It's awesome, and and let me just say, um, Phil is a, a certified coach in several areas. And uh, over the last number of years, as he has transitioned, from what I understand, you've really you've really focused a lot more on the coaching aspect, on on education, on seminars, on on helping people to understand how to live a holistic life, spirit, soul, and body. Focusing a lot on the health, but also the emotional and the spiritual. And uh, I tell you what, I this is one of the things you and I had in common when we began to talk because. Uh, I'm known as the soul man because <laughs> I, yeah. I deal a lot with the, the soul of man and, and that compartment. You deal a lot with the physical body, but you and I agree that there is a direct correlation uh, with respect to a person's physical or physiological health is oftentimes tied to their emotional health. And In fact, Absolutely. I wouldn't say oftentimes. I think all of the time it's tied in some way to that. And uh, so we just began to share ideas, and it's been a wonderful journey. You, you've been in business for a long time, 1985. Uh, I just want to note yeah. that I graduated high school in 1985. That makes you older than me, and so oh, yeah. I just want to just want to point that out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you, you've been doing this a long time, and you've seen the evolution of, of course, healthcare in our country. You've seen the evolution of probably the overall health and wellness of uh, the people that are a part of North American culture. And uh, I know this is not maybe our main topic, but I do want to touch this. Uh, as it relates to holistic living, spirit, soul, and body, uh, what are some of the things that concern you about where we are right now as a culture as it relates to personal health and wellness? Yeah, well, uh <clears throat> One of the main concerns to me, uh, Brian, is that uh, the system that we have, the medical system that we uh, that we have, um, is is a system that's uh, uh, geared toward uh, sick care and not health care. Right. Uh, and uh, there's there's people that uh, you know are, are part of this system, and because they think that's the only thing there is. Uh, and they don't know about the natural therapies out there. They don't, they don't know about preventive measures and things that they can do. 
Uh, and but sometimes they do know about them, and they just don't have the will uh, to uh, uh, put them into their life and incorporate them into their daily life uh, and work toward preventing these diseases that are killing people uh, every day. Uh, our uh, diabetes is is at epidemic proportions, uh, not only in the United States but uh, across the world. Uh, cancer, heart disease. All of these things are, you know, major uh, killers uh, uh, for people, uh, and a, a lot of these these health problems are being addressed with uh, with drugs, medications, uh, and different types of what we call traditional medicine uh, practices that are really putting a band aid on the problem. Uh, they're not getting to the underlying cause of why there this disease is there, why this sickness is there. And that's what I love doing is working with people, trying to help people get to the underlying cause. And the model of, of practice that we have in the United States uh, today with medicine doesn't do that. Uh, it's basically treats symptoms. Right. And the, but, but I'm having more and more people, thankfully, and I'm, we're seeing beginning to see somewhat of a shift here uh, in, uh, in some areas of healthcare where people are beginning to wise up, some people are, and saying, hey, you know, I need to do something. Uh, I don't want to end up like my grandparents. Uh, I don't want to end up like my, my parents right. uh, with these debilitating diseases that they have that's, uh, that's robbing them of their health and robbing them of life, of, of enjoying life. And so that's encouraging to me to see people uh, that mind shift, uh, so to speak, taking place with with a lot of people, uh, and people my age, baby boomer, uh, baby boomer age, or some of the people that are beginning to see that and say, "Hey, you know, I, I got to make some changes here. I want to be able to en- enjoy my retirement years. Right. Uh, I want to be able to enjoy my grandchildren." And uh, so I'm happy to see uh, a mind shift among uh, certain age groups, especially the baby boomer age groups. And a lot with the millennials uh, as well. Uh, I, I, uh, I go uh, when I'm traveling, and I travel a lot. Not near as much as you do, <laughs> but uh, I do. I do travel quite a bit, and I, I I go in Whole Foods markets a lot of times when I travel because I don't have one here close by where I live. Uh, and it encourages me to see so many millennials. I don't think Whole, Whole Foods, Foods has market. gone. I don't think Whole Foods has gone international yet. But go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no, no. <laughs> and, I don't know if it'll ever make it to Coontail. Well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, you live in another country, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, sometimes I think that. But, um, but yeah, and it's encouraging to see uh, this younger generation uh, uh, in there buying supplements and buying uh, foods that are healthy. Uh, and and that's, uh, I, I hope that shift that uh, continues, and I believe it will. Yeah, I do too, and I'm I'm grateful to see that. I know my kids, uh, one who is 18, one who is 21. They're more and more they're recognizing that uh, the way their parents were raised and how we ate <laughs> uh, is probably yeah. not the best thing. So it's good to see the the younger generation making that shift. There's an old axiom. In fact, it's a scripture in in the Bible that says that people perish for a lack of knowledge. And the truth is, is that uh, education, uh, the pursuit of understanding, uh, th- these truths and these ideas and these uh, the science for healthy living exists. It's there. It, and in fact, oh, yeah. it's, it's not hard to find. 
if you are a seeker of, of knowledge, if you're a seeker of truth, uh, yeah. there, there are various interest groups that don't want people to be educated because uh, the lack of education continues to feed the, as you said, the, the sick care industry, the pharmaceutical industries, what have you. But, uh, you know, the goal should be to, to have our bodies in order. The goal should be to be healthy. The goal should be to to live uh, well and not have to always be treating symptoms. So uh, yeah. I I commend you, and I'm so grateful for. In fact, just to put it out there, you're in the process right now of consulting with and coaching my wife and I on some yeah. changes in our own life uh, going forward. I turn 50 here in a few months, and it's it's you know. I guess the best time for me to have gotten a hold of this would have been 15, 20 years ago. The second best time is today, and that's what we're doing. So we're, right. we're moving forward. But thank you for that. You you have shared with me on a couple of occasions a particular story that I, I really would like for you to, to, to talk about today. And, and just so I can frame this the right way, failure uh, is is something that is unavoidable in life. It, in fact, people that, that are scared of failing will never succeed at anything because the truth is, and there's so many historical examples of this, if you're going to really do something exceptional and build something significant, the likelihood is you're going to fail a number of times before you hit the home run. Uh, yeah. The greatest baseball players in the world, most of them have struck out more times than anybody else. And so you you recently, in the, in the last four, five, six years, experienced one of those bumps in the road that could have put you under and and could have caused you to be derailed emotionally, spiritually, and what have you. But man, here you are now a few years later just thriving, uh, having greater impact than ever, doing what it is that God created you to do. So let's, let's take them back a little bit and let's share a little bit about uh, the history of of kind of your business and what happened in 2008, 2009 through there, and, and then how you've recovered from that. Talk about it. Just tell All us right. the story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, be, be, be delighted to. Uh, well, in 2009, uh, I tell people that uh, I locked the door on my dream. Uh, what does that I mean? Had, uh, what does that mean exactly? Well, it, I, I had a dream of, of having a natural pharmacy operation. Uh, and having a natural uh, business online, uh, and I was working to uh, to develop all of that. Uh, I, I started, uh, as I said, in pharmacy business in two thousand. I mean, in nineteen eighty five, and uh, I went to work for a chain operation right out of pharmacy school. Uh, a year into that, the manager of the store I was working for quit, and they made me manager. Uh, one of the most stressful times of my life. I wasn't prepared for that. Uh, a year into that uh, managerial position with that uh, chain operation, I was ready to quit pharmacy altogether. I wanted to, to get out. Uh, I was looking for something else to do. And uh, a gentleman that owned an independent operation in our town came uh, uh, called me one day and he said, hey, I need a pharmacist. Would you consider going to work for me? He said, I've opened up another store in a, in a town down the road, and I, I need somebody to, to manage that store and build it, uh, grow it for me. So I jumped at the opportunity to do that and get out of the stress I was under. And while opening or while um, running that operation for him uh, in this little small town, 
people began to come in and ask me questions about natural products, and I didn't know how to answer them. I didn't know what to tell them because in uh, going through pharmacy school in, in the late 70s, early 80s, I uh, was taught the history of natural medicine, not the application of it. So I didn't like not knowing how to answer these people's questions or what to tell them about herbal products and nutritional products, things they were asking me about. So I started uh, educating myself. I started uh, reading. I started uh, taking courses everywhere I could. I, I found out that there was a company that was offering courses in uh, uh, every couple of months or so in different cities across the country. So I signed up for that. And I started traveling uh, every, every couple of months. I'd go somewhere and take a course. Uh, and get certifications in this uh, particular, in a particular disease state or particular natural therapy and just learning everything I could about uh, supplements and herbals and nutritionals and, and all the different uh, natural therapies out there. And uh, in the process of doing that, I learned uh, so much and I started to apply what I was learning to my own health because the 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 stress that I was under for those couple of years there was uh, had took a toll on my health and uh, I I was a young guy but I was sleeping in a recliner at night I had reflux so bad uh, that uh, I couldn't lay down and I, I was drinking a bottle or two of antacid uh, liquid antacid a day uh, just to try to relieve the discomfort and uh, it was uh, it was not not fun not good at all and I gained a lot of weight, and uh, just my health was uh, deteriorating uh, at a young age. So these things I learned, I incorporated into my own life, and it, it just it literally changed my my life, changed my health. And uh, I learned at that time too by attending a conference uh, how to uh, eat more balanced and have a better diet. And I started doing that; that made a big difference. But all these things I was learning, uh, I began to share with my customers and and patients that were coming in and seeking out information. And they began to come back and tell me what a difference it had made in their life and how much better they were feeling. And uh, that just uh, you know, spurred my interest even more into the area of natural medicine and natural therapies. So in 1999, I opened up my own pharmacy. I left the operation I was managing and opened up my own pharmacy in a small town, started from scratch. Uh, there was no pharmacy there. And um, uh, we just... Uh, opened up and started building and growing. And uh, in 2006, I had outgrown that operation. We uh, And the natural therapies I was doing, uh, people were, there's more and more demand for that. More people were asking for it. And I said, well, I'm going to open up another pharmacy in another town because we need more room and need more space. Uh, so I kept this existing operation and opened up another one down the road in another town. Uh, that was geared to be a natural pharmacy. So everything was going great until 2008 came along. I lost a government contract I had with the original pharmacy. Uh, the economy started failing. Uh, the election came along, and in 2009, I was trying to sell the stores uh, and couldn't sell either one of them. Ended up closing the first one. Uh, moving what was left of it into the, the newer store. And in 2009, December 31st, 2009, uh, I closed the second operation, uh, went bankrupt, lost everything I had but my house. That's and, what you uh, mean when you say you, you locked the doors on your dream. 
Yeah. Wow. Because yeah. I, I was building that dream uh, of, of being a natural pharmacist and having a natural business online as well as um, <clears throat> the, the brick-and-mortar uh, operation. And uh, uh, everything just fell apart <clears throat> and lost it all. But uh, how did how did you respond to that emotionally and spiritually? What what was going on in your mind uh, when one your dream seems to be dead? Number two, I mean, financially there had to be tremendous stress and strain and and emotional weight that relates to yeah. to the loss of everything except for your home, and, and you mean everything because you've told me this story. Uh, yeah. What was going on? Yeah, uh, it was devastating. Uh, I, I never dreamed that would have happened to me. Uh, I knew of other people that it happened to, but I never saw it happening to me. And uh, it just, it, it was devastating. Uh, it, it, it broke me uh, in, in a lot of ways. And um, uh, emotionally, I was, yeah, uh, it, it, uh, I went through some tough, tough days uh, there with uh, emotionally, physically, uh, I was fortunately I was able to get a job. Uh, a friend of mine that I had helped out previously uh, called me and said, "Hey, I need a pharmacist. Can you come to work for me?" And uh, fortunately, I was able to get a good-paying job to uh, you know try to provide for my family because I had five children. And yeah. at that time, the two oldest were in college. Um, thankfully, they you know were great athletes and they had some scholarships, but the, uh, it didn't cover everything. So uh, uh, the the pressure, the stress uh, of all of that, uh, dealing with everything uh, that we had to deal with, with taxes and and uh, and debt, uh, it, it was uh, it was tough. It was extremely tough. And uh, you know, uh, you talk about the soul and uh, and soul ties in uh, in your book, and uh, you know, it, it directly affected my soul for sure. Uh, and uh, I, uh, you know, I, I tell people, and I talk about this sometimes uh, in, uh, in talks that I give about being soul sick. Mm-hmm. And I was soul sick at that time. And I was feeling it. I knew, I, I learned firsthand what that means. And, um, but uh, uh, fortunately, uh, you know, my wife and I uh, both have a strong faith. And I know a lot of times when people go through things like this, it, it, it destroys a marriage. Uh, but uh, our faith uh, in God played a big role in us uh, recovering and us staying together and supporting each other and helping her. And, and uh, uh, she, uh, uh, she stood by my side and she prayed and she helped and she did everything she could to, uh, you know, to, to make things better and keep our family together. And, uh, you know, we didn't tell the children. We kept, it, uh, we kept all this from them uh, as, uh, as best we could. Uh, it's a funny story. I actually went through um, Dave Ramsey's uh, 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 what is it, Financial Peace University. Right, right. Uh, at that time, uh, wasn't long after all this happened, our church decided that they wanted to do that uh, for the whole church, and uh, so uh, uh, fortunate for us, they did that, and uh, we had somebody that uh, actually paid our tuition for the course. And so we went through Dave's course, and uh, we we lived on rice and beans uh, uh, for a long time, as, as Dave talks about. Uh, 
and not just because we were going through his course because we had to <laughs> and uh but uh our kids uh, our daughters are they were younger than our two boys uh, quite a few years younger and uh, a lot of times after church on sunday night uh, everybody would go out and eat well we couldn't do that we had to go home uh they didn't understand that and uh so yeah, we would uh, we would go home and and uh, eat our rice and beans and uh, watch uh, you know watch some Sunday night uh, TV and they would always be upset and cry and they didn't understand why that was happening why we couldn't go out with everybody else so that that created a lot of uh, emotional stress and all too sure but, uh, one one of the things I did Brian uh, through all that that process was that. I would get out uh, at night. A lot of times, I'd come home from uh, from work uh, at night, and I would take walks uh, after the kids. After I get the kids in the uh, in the bed, uh, I would go outside and walk up and down Little Coontail Road, uh, just praying and and crying out to God, and uh, uh, <clears throat> you know, just pouring my heart out and and seeking uh, help and 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 guidance. Uh, and all that I was going through, um, and and see my uh, like I said, our faith played an important role in uh, in our recovery and what we were doing. But um, during that process, uh, I began to uh, quote a confession. Began to come out of my mouth one night as I was walking and praying um, and and meditating. Uh, I began to say, "I am healthy. I am happy. I am whole." Mm. Wow. And, and I began to say that over and over and over. And uh, I would uh, continue those walks every night that I, that I had the opportunity to walk. I did get to walk every night, but when I did, that confession would keep coming out of my mouth. I'm happy, I'm healthy, I'm whole. And um, I wasn't any of those at the time. Uh, you know, I was... Uh, depressed, I was soul sick, and I was in a hole, a big hole, <laughs> trying to dig my way, trying to dig my way out. Um, but uh, it wasn't long uh, after that, in 2012, um, a friend that owns a business in our area uh, had a, a big uh, diabetes care business. Uh, and diabetes care is something that I specialized in in my pharmacy operation. And he came to me and he said, uh, hey, I need a pharmacist. He said, my business model's changing. Uh, the insurance companies are changing the way they, they do things. And I'm losing customers left and right because they're forcing them to get their supplies from a pharmacy. He said, can you help me open up a pharmacy? Can you partner with me on this deal? I didn't have anything to partner with anybody on um, uh, at that time. I was still trying to dig myself out of that hole. And um, this was in... Uh, January of 2012. And um, I said, you know, I don't know. I said, let me talk to uh, my wife about it. We'll pray about it. We'll see, uh, you know, what, what we might can do here. So we did, and we, we kind of felt like we should pursue it and do something. Uh, and I went to him, and I told him, look, you know, I don't have anything. Uh, I've got my license. I'm a pharmacist. I can help you as, uh, with that. I've got my knowledge, my expertise. I've got a little bit of equipment, uh, computer equipment that I could use. Um, I, I said, that, you know, I'm willing to do it, but here's what I have. Uh, he said, well, I'll put up all the money that we need to get started. Uh, and uh, I told him, well, I'll, I'll, I'll work 
for nothing for a while. And uh, as part of my investment in the equipment that I put in, as part of my investment. So uh, we worked out a deal. I got 25% of the business just, uh, uh, in the contract that we did. And so we opened up in April 2012, and I did this moonlighting. I still had my job. I couldn't quit that job. It was my only source of income. So I would work at nights and weekends uh, in this little pharmacy operation that we started. And uh, after a year, a year to the date of opening that operation, I had to quit the job that I had because the little operation we had started had grown so much. I couldn't continue to do both. It was, uh, it was killing me, uh, all the hours I was having to work. Uh, but, uh, uh, six months in, I didn't say this, six months into the operation, I started getting paid, uh, uh a small, that, that's salary. always a plus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I worked six months for free. Um, and, uh, but, uh, six months in, I started getting a little pay. Uh, and then, uh, a year later I, w- I uh, went on full time, full pharmacist pay, uh, plus, uh, you know, a percentage of the profits that the business was making. Um, and that was a blessing because the business continued to grow and grow. As of today, that operation has seven pharmacies. We started out wow. one little bitty pharmacy in a corner of a warehouse. Uh, and today there are seven operations uh, with this company. Uh, last year, uh, I... Uh, the company was uh, wanting to go in a direction with opening up a lot of stores and different locations. And that wasn't my dream. That wasn't my vision. So I told uh, my partner, I said, look, I, this is not where I want to go. I said, I un- understand you do, and that's fine, And I, but this is not my dream. My dream is to do what I was doing a few years ago, being a natural pharmacist and, and uh, helping people uh, get their health back and, and teaching people about natural therapies and, and natural products. And I said, I, I want to go back to pursuing that. And, uh, I want to sell my part of the, the operation. Uh, so it took us a while to work through it. He didn't believe me at first and, uh, took me a while to convince him that I, uh, I meant what I said. And, uh, we, uh, we worked out a deal last year at the end of last year and I sold, uh, most of my shares in the business. And uh, because of that, and because of the success of the operation, uh, I, I can now say uh, I am totally happy, healthy, and whole. <laughs> I, 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 got, I got there before that, actually. It, it, it wasn't the money that got right. me there. Uh, it was my faith and, and, uh, that got me there. But uh, that, uh, the money always helps. Uh, but... Uh, I I don't owe anything now. I went from being totally broke, uh, hundreds of thousand of dollars in debt to totally debt free, and uh, uh, I I consider myself extremely blessed. And uh, you know, uh, Kim and I both acknowledge the uh, uh, our faith and what God did in our lives uh, through those years. But one of the things I I like to tell uh, people, Brian, is that. Even through those struggles and through those dark, dark days that we went through, I wanted to go hide somewhere. I wanted to be in a hole. I was, like I said, I was, I was so sick, and I, I didn't, I don't want to be around people. I was ashamed. Um, but we didn't quit. We didn't quit serving. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
we didn't quit giving. We didn't quit giving to our church. We didn't quit giving to our, uh, of ourselves in serving our church and serving our community. I coached uh, soccer, coached all my kids in soccer. I had soccer teams that I coached. I, I, I didn't want to do that anymore, but I couldn't quit. And I kept going, kept doing all the things, kept serving on the boards I was serving on, kept doing all the things I was, uh, had previously been doing as far as serving. And um, I know that was, uh, um, <clears throat> you know, part of uh, why we are blessed like we are today. Um, because I believe what the Bible says about uh, you reap what you sow. Yeah. And we, we continue to, uh, to sow ourselves into other people. And uh, I know it made a difference, big difference in our recovery. When you, uh, just to my audience, I'm, I'm speaking to you now. Uh, when you hear the, the story, it's obviously deeply impactful. And albeit unique, talking about pharmacy, healthcare industry, those types of things. It doesn't matter what kind of business. It doesn't matter what type of endeavor you're involved in. Uh, the The story is familiar to so many who are listening. You yeah. know, you, you invest your heart, you invest your life, you invest your resources in something you, you have been dreaming about for years, something you feel compelled to pursue, something you feel... Uh, is your calling in life, your way of serving people. And for whatever reason, circumstances outside your control, uh, there are so many people that experience what you've experienced, and that is the rug being proverbially pulled out from under you, and you find yourself in a situation that you didn't cause, you didn't ask for, and you certainly didn't want. And uh, just just listening to this, uh, if I get my numbers right, it was about a seven-year journey from 2008 when it all began to turn to 2015 when it, it turned all the way back around and you were debt-free. And yeah. seven years is a, uh, you know, I could, I could talk about numerology here and the significance of that, but seven years is like an eternity when you're walking out the process. But some of the takeaways that I'm hearing is that uh, as painful and as deep as the hole felt like it was, you number one, you kept your eyes uh, focused on the one, which in our world, our our worldview, is God. And yeah. here here's what I know. Uh, in spite of you think about Job. I mean, this sounds like a Job story, actually. <laughs> I mean, here's a guy who, uh, in the story, Satan comes and asks permission of God. I want to I want to test this guy. And God says, "Sure, go right ahead." <laughs> I mean, thanks God. And yeah. <laughs> and and through the process of months and years was stripped of everything, even lost his wife, his kids. I mean, can you imagine? Uh and you know, something that he said throughout that process, many many takeaways from that story as well. But he said, "Look, I don't care if you kill me. I'm still going to trust you." I'm still yeah. gonna. I want to make sure my faith is in the is, is focused in the right direction here. And man, I hear that from you. You were faithful to serve. You were faithful to give. You were faithful to to continue doing the things that you knew to do. And you also followed fundamental principles. 
the law of sowing and reaping is a biblical principle, but the fact is it's a principle that works universally. It works everywhere for everything. Uh, That's right. When when you sow into the right attitude, the right spirit, the right places, the right uh, areas, you're going to reap something in return that's going to be good in nature. And my gosh, man, I your story is so encouraging to me. Uh, as you're getting teared up, I'm getting teared up because uh, I, I sense you're you're touching not necessarily the pain of the past, but the overwhelming awareness that gosh, that got really low. But yeah. through it all, God was big enough. And you know, here's what I know about God: He's not going to lie. If He calls you to something, if He designed you for a purpose, if He has an assignment on your life, and He does, He if the rug gets pulled out from under you, He's not going to abandon you. He's not going to leave you hanging. There may be some things He wants to process out of us through that. Uh, yeah. But in the end, man. You are seven years later, debt free, and, and I'm I'm not going to divulge anything here. But you're not just debt free. You're you're in a phenomenal financial position, one that theoretically could probably not have ever been attained in seven years in your business. No, I mean no. think about it. Mathematically, running a business like you were doing, you probably could not have attained this financial position just doing that. So what happens no is. Way. There's a multiplication effect. There's 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 a grace that's added on top of our energy, our efforts, and what we can do, and we wind up coming out so much better than had we done it ourselves. Yeah. So, man, what a story. Gosh, Phil, what a story. Thank you for sharing that. I want to ask you, now that I've rambled on for three or four minutes here, what, what <laughs> were two or three of your big takeaways? What are the principles and the things that looking back on this journey – you recognize, okay, these are things that I can anchor to and know will work time in and time in, time and again. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of the uh, greatest things that, and I look back on uh, on this now, Kim and I, Kim and I talk about this, is that uh, you know, like I said, I never dreamed this would have happened to me. I wouldn't want to ever go through it again. Wouldn't want anybody else to go through what we went through. Uh, but I look back at it now as a blessing. Mm. Uh, uh, because the things that I learned through those seven years, through that process, what's happened to me over the past few years, the the trust, and that that the, the number one thing I would have to say would, was my trust in God. I learned to trust Him more than I ever have trusted Him in my life, um, because. You know, I didn't have anything else. I didn't have anywhere else to go, any, anywhere else to, to turn. And my trust grew deeper and stronger. And I think, you know, that was one of the things that he wanted me to learn and to teach me was that uh, I'm not the source. And I always thought I was. I thought I'm Superman. I can do anything. I'm the provider. I've got to, you know, I've got to provide for my family. I've got to do this. And I tried to do everything. Uh, and I, I, I spent a lot of, uh, unnecessary time, I think, doing things that I should have let other people do and other people help me with. Uh, and I said, well, I, I can do it better than anybody else. I can do it. I've got to do this. I'm the one. I'm, I'm the one that, who's responsible uh, for this. Ultimately, I've got to do it. And uh, But I learned that he's my provider. He's the ultimate source. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> and uh, you know, all through all that we went through, uh, uh he was faithful to me. 
and provided. Uh, and, you know, we, uh, we, we struggle, uh, but it, things always, we always seem to, to have what we needed to get to the next place, to get, to pay the next bill, uh, to, to meet the next deadline, the debt, uh, and, um, it kept coming. But, uh, uh another thing through all this process was, uh, what I have learned, uh, about coaching and about having a coach in my life and having people in my life to, uh, mentor me and speak into me. Um, because in, in 2000, the latter part of 2012, uh, as I was still trying to get this business going and building this new pharmacy operation, um, uh, I had been listening to podcasts. I learned what a podcast was <laughs> and uh, started listening to some podcasts. And I was, I was listening to uh, CDs and different sermons. And through listening to these podcasts, I learned about a man named Dan Miller. Yeah. And... Um, uh, and I, I was listening, started listening to Dan's podcast, and, uh, and I said, "This, you know, I, there's something about this guy." And about that time, he started talking about this book that him and his son Jared uh, uh, had written and, and were going to be promoting, and they had this special promotion deal going on that uh, you could pay a certain amount of money and get a certain number of books, and then go have dinner at uh, Dan's. Uh, place called the sanctuary that people that know Dan will know exactly what I'm talking about, uh, and have, uh, spend the night at the sanctuary and have dinner with, uh, with him and his wife, Joanne. Uh, so that really intrigued me. And, and I said, I, I, I want to meet this guy. And I told Kim and she said, well, I, well who is he? What is it? You know, and I told her and I said, we, we're going to do this. And so I scraped up the money to do it and we went and did it. And, uh, one of the best investments I ever made because uh, the relationship that formed with Dan and Joanne and then uh, the mastermind that you spoke of and the relationships that have come out of that uh, with you, with some other guys and, 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 uh, and gals in the group, that uh, it just blows my mind now, Brian, when I look back and think about the people that I, I have connected with over the past few years, uh, the relationships that have formed and where I am in my life and in business right now, uh, it just, uh, uh, it's just hard to fathom. Uh, and I know that, uh, that would not have happened had I not gone through these dark days that, that we went through to had not have, have lost everything. I'd still be in that, uh, you know, little operation trying to make it work and make it go. Uh, but I have so much more now, knowledge-wise, relationship-wise, uh, that can uh, take me further than I ever dreamed of going. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Phil, I am just eternally grateful, man, to you taking time out of your schedule to be on with us today and sharing your story. I, I want to wrap this up by just encouraging our audience to connect with Phil. Uh, Phil is one of the most precious, godly, sincere, beautiful souls I've ever met. And, and behind that, uh, make, make no mistake about it. Uh, if you're, <laughs> if, if you're a little bit off put by the accent, 
or by his soft-spoken nature, uh, behind all of that is tremendous wisdom, tremendous compassion, a person who is so capable and has is helping so many people around the country. Uh, Phil, I'm, I'm grateful. Uh, how can people connect with you uh, on your website, on your social media? What's, what's the best way for them to connect with you? Yeah, um, I've, uh, I've got the website. It's carsonnatural.com. And uh, they could go there, got all my information there at carsonnatural.com. Uh, they can email me, uh, phil at carsonnatural.com. And uh, all that's there. Uh, I've got um, uh, a book I'm working on that uh, they can find out about on my website uh, as well that will be coming out later this year. Uh, and also, um, there's um, uh, a free guide that I give away. Uh, to people that they can get on my website. It's called the seven keys to living happy, healthy, and whole. Mm. Uh, love for people to, uh, uh, go there get that free guide. Uh, uh, we can create, uh, you know, something to put in your show notes. If you want to do that, uh, make it easy for people. But, uh, you bet. uh, that's a, a guide that's available, uh, and something that I, uh, that I teach about, uh, those seven keys. I, I do a lot of that in uh, teaching that I do talk about those seven keys. Uh, but it's just a simple guide uh, that we've developed that is absolutely free for anybody that wants it. And uh, uh, I want to say this, uh, uh, Brian, uh, we talked a little bit about the soul sickness and uh, the the book that you wrote, Soul Ties, uh, played an important part um, in my life and my wife's life uh, as far as our healing process that we went through. And, uh, that book I have shared with quite a few people um, over the past uh, few years that, uh, since we've met, and uh, it's changed some lives. And uh, so, uh, you know, all your, if you've got listeners out there that haven't uh, read it or haven't, uh, don't know about your book, I encourage them to, uh, to, to get it, Soul Ties, and take a look at it. And there's, there's a quote in your book that I use quite often. And uh, I, I love it because it says, uh, failure is not the enemy of success, quitting is. And um, wow. I encourage people all the time not to quit, Yeah, to keep going. No matter how bad it is, no matter how bad things look, um, you know, trust and, and don't quit. Absolutely. Phil, thanks for being with us today, man. And we, we will do this again soon, I hope. Uh, God bless you, man. Yeah. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you, Brian. It's been an honor. I appreciate it. Well, I know that that spoke to your heart. It spoke to your intellect. It spoke to your mind. It challenges all of us to keep our focus on what matters most in difficult times. What a testimony. What a powerful testament to Keeping to the dream. You heard him say he locked the door to his dream. But just a few years later, he's right back where God always intended him to be more successful, more prosperous, and in a greater position than ever before. I trust that that was a blessing to you. And uh, just, man, if you want to find out more about Philip's work, visit his website. Connect with him for sure at carsonnatural.com. You'll find all of his information in the show notes for today's episode at brianholmes.com 
forward slash 177. I want to just mention to you a couple of things. I have two positions open presently for coaching clients. And if you're looking to take your life, your leadership, your influence to the next level, I would love the opportunity to talk with you personally and see if coaching might be the right avenue for you. Go to brianholmes.com forward slash coaching for more information. If you're interested in that, submit a form there and we'll be in touch with you and set up a time for us to speak one-on-one together. Also, we want to encourage you to subscribe to our weekly updates. You can do that right there at brianholmes.com. Share this episode and all the episodes that have meant something to you with your friends on social media. We would greatly, greatly appreciate that. One last thing I want to mention here. We've launched our Strategic Influencers Mastermind Alliance just recently. It is absolutely powerful and wonderful, and it's an incredible group of leaders that have gathered together to be a part of this community. I want to encourage you to check out brianholmes.com forward slash mastermind. We have a few seats at the table remaining. We're capping this mastermind group at 10 members, and we would love for you to be a part. If you think that's what's missing in your life is relationship, camaraderie, uh, collaboration, accountability, then you need to consider becoming a part of a mastermind group. And we'd love to talk to you about that as well. brianholmes.com forward slash mastermind. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Strategic Leader Podcast. We trust that this program has added value to your life and to the development of your leadership potential. You can join our growing community of strategic influencers by connecting with us at brianholmes.com and by sharing this podcast with others who are seeking to take their life and leadership to the next level. May God bless you immensely. And until next time, remember this, you are created to lead.